Welcome to episode two of the Cleveland Real Estate Podcast. I'm your host, Sebastian Lorenzo, and in this episode, we are talking with Brittany Tobias Heller, a top producing real estate agent with the Salem team at EXP Realty out of Avon. On this episode, Brittany and I discuss the very first steps to take as a brand new real estate agent, the best ways she's found to build networks and connections, and how to set yourself apart in the Cleveland real estate market to close more volume consistently every month. Make sure to take some notes, and if you enjoy this episode, please share it with your friends, family, and colleagues, and leave us five stars on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your podcasts. We hope you enjoy the show. All right, welcome to the Cleveland Real Estate Podcast, episode number two. We are with Brittany Tobias Heller, a real estate agent here based in Cleveland. Uh, how are you doing today? Good. Thank you for having me. I'm excited to be on. Awesome. Yeah, so let's just start off... Um, Let's just start off by introducing yourself. Um, talk about a little bit, you know, talk a little bit about who you work for, how long you've been in business, okay. and then volume option, of course. Okay. Yeah. So um, I have been in the business for about three years now. I work on the Salem team uh, for EXP Realty. Uh, we have an office out of Avon. Um, and volume-wise, um, gosh, I I don't even know offhand currently, but I'm at like. 22 houses for the year, I think. Awesome. Awesome. Um, cool. So I guess one question I like to ask all the guests that are on the podcast, what is your why? I guess what makes you so excited to be a real estate agent? Uh, so I really have always kind of been a people person. I love being surrounded by people. I'm very social, um, have kind of always had client facing jobs. Um, and I just love, you know, I think when people are looking for their home, it's kind of like that missing piece in their life. And it just really makes everything come together for them. Um, and I love seeing that come full circle for people, whether it's a first time home buyer, um, you know, whether they're single, married, you know, have a family and they're upgrading. I just love being able to help somebody, um, you know, find something that they love to call home and uh, just really kind of, you know, fit in that missing puzzle piece of their life. That's awesome. Yeah, I think that's really fulfilling sometimes, um, or pretty much all the time when you're really able to get, especially first-time homebuyers into a house. or Yeah, like it's that. really exciting to see that all come together for them. Um, you know, because a lot of people work hard and they, you know, save up for so many years or, you know, it's just a goal of theirs. And to be able to help somebody achieve that is really satisfying to see on the other side. Awesome. So I, I remember when we, when we were emailing back and forth, um, we were kind of talking about like, you know, first, first time agents and sort of the advice that you would give to, um, you know, brand new agents and that kind of thing. So I, I wanted to dive into that. Um, yeah. So I guess a good question is, you know, walk me through what it, what it looks like. What are the first steps that a brand new, just licensed real estate agent uh, should take? Like, what, what does that look like? Yeah. So um, I would recommend number one, you know, interviewing a lot of teams, obviously you need to have some kind of brokerage sponsor you to take the test. Um, but from there, you know, interview teams, interview other agents that maybe aren't on a team, find out what works for you. Um, you know, some people love to be on a team. I'm on a team. I love it. Um, I love having that camaraderie, that support, um, kind of, you know, people from all areas of expertise and years and things to, you know, pull from. Um, some people like to be on their own and want to do it all themselves. And, you know, that's something that I think is individual to each person. And I think that, you know, takes some time of interviewing, you know, just people in the business, interviewing teams, things like that. Uh, so that would be the biggest piece. I'd say definitely as you are licensed, um, whether you're on a team or on your own, finding a great mentor 
Uh, I think, you know, so many times there's questions we don't know. Um, you just don't know what you don't know, right? right? So I think that sometimes finding a mentor to help, you know, making sure that you're asking all the questions that you've thought of every situation, you know, that could possibly come up, you know, depending on the scenario. That is a huge piece of it um, because, you know, somebody with experience is probably, you know, has probably been through whatever you might be dealing with. Um, so I'd say mentorship and then deciding on if you want to be on a team or an individual basis would be the two, you know, biggest key pieces. Um, definitely make yourself available at all times, whether that is shadowing people, uh, whether that's just being available to your clients all the time, um, you know, really building that rapport and that respect in the industry, I think is very important as a new agent. Awesome. Yeah. So, so you talked a little bit about like, um, you know, some agents are interested in joining a team. Others want to just work by themselves. So if I wanted to, if I was a brand new agent and I wanted to find a team, how would I, what, what do you think I should do? Uh, you know, I think kind of delving into kind of what brokerage you want to be a part of. I mean, there's so many different ones nowadays, you know, right, EXP, yeah. Keller Williams, Howard Hanna, you know, and they all offer different benefits, all offer different splits, you know, teams offer different splits. So I think yeah. it's kind of what's important to you. Interview a lot of people because again, you don't know what you don't know. So I think hearing people's experiences, what they have to offer um, between each brokerage and finding that right fit for you. You know, I know specifically for our team, um, we're big on having full-time agents, you know? So what we do is, you know, everybody on our team works full-time. That is their full-time job is they're an agent. Um, that's awesome. And then that's important. So, you know, and, you know, maybe if somebody's looking to do it part-time, then find a fit that, you know, works for you, um, you know, on a team of that sort. That's great. That's great advice. I mean, uh, it's funny because like, you know, even us like loan officers, we have like, there's like part-time loan officers. Right. And it, there's like a different level of commitment when you're part-time. I mean, different, different sort of mindset. You know, Absolutely. When, yeah. When you're a full-time agent, a full-time loan officer, it's a it's sort of everything. You eat, sleep, breathe, you know, loans or Absolutely. real estate or whatever. Yeah. So. Yeah. I think you have to be in the, especially in the market that we have just been experiencing the past couple of years and kind of yeah. what we're coming out of. I yeah. mean, you had to be available at the drop of a hat. People, you know, needed something right then and there. And I think, you know, having and being an agent and then having that support system of, you know, loan officers and things like that around you that work just as hard and, you know, make it a full-time commitment. That was really important to get, you know, deals done. Yeah. hundred um, percent. So I guess, you know, we, it's super important and everyone really talks about this. Networking is one of the most important things in real estate, mm -hmm. whether you're, you know, an investor, an agent, loan officer, et cetera. Um, right. What would you, what would you recommend are some of the best ways that, you know, real estate agent current or, you know, experienced or, or, or brand new real estate agents, what do you think are, are some of the best ways that they can network um, in terms of finding um, a team, et cetera? You know, networking is huge and I think it can come in any kind of area that fits for you. Um, I tend myself to feel a little intimidated by all of, you know, the associations and things that are right. available to real estate agents. It's like, where do you start? You know, mm -hmm. you hear of, friends of friends that belong to different, you know, associations and you just kind of don't know where to start. So I'd say, you know, kind of take a look around at some of those, find out, you know, what boards might fit for you. Go with a friend. If there's like an agent on your team that belongs to something, just, you know, kind of go with them to a meeting or a social, you know, happy hour or something, see if it's a fit for you. Mm -hmm. um, a, another thing that I like to do that kind of fits my personality a little bit more is, you know, your hobbies, you know, what are you interested in? join a club of some sort of, you know, or a networking group that, you know, of something that you're interested in. It doesn't have to be real estate. Um, you know, I'm very much a dog lover. Um, I belong to a lot of dog organizations and things like awesome. that. And so, you know, you meet a lot of people that way. Um, 
I also have a background in music, uh, so I belong to the Cleveland Women's Orchestra. Um, so, you know, you meet people in that regard. Um, so I just think, you know, finding your fit, it doesn't have to be real estate, but just getting your name out there and always being top of mind to your social network, your sphere of people, friends, family, all of that. Um, the more you can do, the more it benefits your business. You know, go get that cup of coffee with that friend that you haven't caught up with for a while because, you know, they, they might not be in the market, but they might know somebody who is. So you're kind of always networking um, in this business, I feel like. Yeah, that's really cool. Um, it's funny because like, um, you know, you're, you have a background in music, you love dogs, and those are like simple things that you just already do. So why not be a yeah. part of something bigger than like yeah. yourself? You know, you know? And I, yeah. And I think just even, you know, if you're into sports, like join a volleyball team for the summer, something like that, just get out and meet people and, you know, enjoy yourself. And it just comes naturally then, you know, people yeah. just think of you top of mind when they think real estate. hundred percent. Yeah. And especially when, you know, I mean, I suppose the orchestra is not 300 people maybe it is right yeah so <laughs> no, it's, it's a lot easier when it's a very tight knit very niche you know so exactly that's awesome yeah. um so who are, who are i guess you know real estate agents and pretty much everyone works with a few key partners all the time who do you think are the most important connections or contacts that a new agent should have uh definitely you know a lender um you know loan officer Mm -hmm. um, and definitely a title company. I think just having those two go-tos that you can trust and call, um, especially like I said, in the market that we were just coming out of, I think things right. were so fast paced. You needed to be able to make a phone call, get somebody pre-approved, make sure you know the title work was started appropriately um, and all of that. And I think having that right up front really helps the client experience be seamless. And it kind of just kind of helps you put your mind at ease as well. Uh, that your client's been thoroughly checked out. You know, there's no issues, you know, that you're going to find out during underwriting or things like that during the pre-approval process. So I definitely think, um, you know, loan officer and a title company that you can use as your go-to. I mean, obviously there's so many out there that do, you know, such a great job, but I think having a core couple people in each of those areas that you can call at the drop of a hat, you know, that they're going to service your client just as well as you are is very important. Yeah, 100%. Customer experience, I mean, um, you know, meeting, you know, meeting a real, meeting a, a new client who never heard of you before or was referred to you by someone else. You want to make sure you deliver a good, you know, client experience. And that goes in pretty Absolutely. much all aspects, you know, not just mm -hmm. you, et cetera. So that makes sense. Cool. So I guess there's obviously a lot of competition in real estate, pretty much in any career or in any sort of field nowadays. Um, what do you say, what would you say are some of the best ways that an agent can separate themselves from the competition here in Cleveland? Like what, what's the, what are, what are some few key things that they can do differently? I think the biggest thing is communicate. Um, I know we kind of talked about this when we were emailing back and forth. A lot right. of times I have gained clients that have been, you know, might not be their first time buying, but they didn't have the best experience with their agent um, because their agent didn't either communicate, you know, they weren't available when they had questions, didn't pick up the phone, uh, kind of wasn't on their side communicating to the agent on the other side as to, you know, what they can do to get the offer accepted you know, that type of thing. So I think communication is huge. Um, and, you know, being sensitive to the client that you're working with, uh, the other agent that you're working with, you know, age range and all of that makes a big difference. You know, if you're working yeah. with an agent that's a little bit more seasoned, a little bit older, you see that they're not texting you, you know, pick up the phone and make that phone call. Um, I think that really sets it apart, being sensitive yeah. to the way others communicate to you is probably how they want to be communicated to. Mm -hmm. um, so I think that's a big piece of it is just communication. And then setting that expectation 
up front and taking the time to walk your client through what the process looks like, whether it's on the sell side or the buy side, uh, really just going through what that process looks like step-by-step. You know, we have like a great flow chart that we use that, you know, puts it in pretty basic terms of what to expect along the way, you know, how the process looks to get pre-approved, you know, what the showing process looks like, what the offer process looks like. Um, And I think just eliminating a lot of those questions that a client might have, and it just helps build your rapport and trust with them so much more. And they feel like you're in their corner um, and, you know, there's no surprises in the end. Yeah. What do you think? Um, what do you think the market is? Uh, I guess specifically to Cleveland, uh, I'm not sure what area or what I guess areas do you work in mostly? Uh, mainly west side of Cleveland, a lot of Lorraine okay. County, um, a lot of like Lakewood, River, um, okay. Fairview. Cool. So in those, in those, in that market, where do you think, or where, where, how does it compare now? Or sorry, how does the market compare now compared, you know, compared to last year? What, what does it look like? It's starting to slow down a little bit ever so slightly. I mean, there seems to be a little bit of a disconnect between, you know, sellers and buyers. Um, sure. I think because sellers are still in the mindset that they're getting what their neighbors sold for, you know, like a year ago. Right. And it's very much not the case. You know, we're not in a predicament. It, it is still a hot market. I mean, there's still sellers and buyers out there. Mm-hmm. Um we haven't seen the hit as much as some other larger cities have, but I think sure. it's setting that expectation because, you know, it's, it's a different time of year here right now. It's a different market that we're going into and, mm-hmm. you know, sellers aren't getting that top dollar multiple offer scenario. Um, so I think we're kind of seeing some of that and setting that expectation with the sellers that, you know, here's what the comps say. Yes, your neighbor got, you know, $25,000 over. That doesn't mean you're not going to, but let's set, you know, the price point fairly, um, you know, based on what we can see currently is happening sure. in the market. So I think that's the biggest piece um, on the sell side. Buy side, I think it's still, um, you know, having a great loan officer on your side to help explain, you know, what the rate increase is for and what how that implicates, you know, your first time home buyer maybe, um, you know, how that implicates doing an FHA loan versus a conventional loan. And really just making sure that somebody is there to explain to your buyers, you know, what each loan might look like, you know, what programs are available and how they can get the best, you know, financial situation for themselves. That's awesome. That's great. Yeah. Um, So let's just say, you know, again, going back to the whole new agent sort of scenario, um, you know, getting into this market right now, you know, I guess if you listen to the news all the time, it's kind of daunting, you know, it seems like, wow, like, you know, people are not buying, people are not selling as much. Like people, there's not right. a lot of movement as there's not as much movement as there was last year. Right. I think we were pretty spoiled for the last two years. Um, for sure. So what's your, what do you, what's your, I guess, biggest recommendation for like a newer agent who wants to, um, you know, produce at a high vol or high level. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's just kind of getting their, their feet wet with real estate and in this market right now. Yeah, I would say definitely have a support system. Um, I would recommend, again, I'm probably biased because I'm on a team, but joining a team, um, right. you know, a lot of times there's leads that they, you know, the team pays for, whether it's through Zillow, you know, other CRM programs, things like that. Um, so, you know, you might have some leads available to you to help build up that business. Um, Again, networking, staying top of mind within your sphere, family, friends, you know, social network. Um, And then I'd say, do what you can, you know, if you're a newer agent and you're getting into this and you might not have a huge volume or a lot going on, find an agent that does, shadow them on their showings, you know, shadow them through the offer process, kind of, you know, maybe their inspections, whatever that looks like, 
really just get your feet wet. Um, when I started, it was like right kind of before COVID had happened. So it wasn't as crazy just yet. And I was kind of going through that process myself. I didn't have a whole lot going on. And I really took to the team and just was in there every single day, getting any kind of knowledge I could, you know, hearing the conversations that were going on between all the other agents, the agents and their clients, you know, all of that plays a big piece of, you don't realize it up front, but I think as you start to get into it, you realize like, oh, I, you know, I heard so-and-so talking about that situation. Let me, you know, run this by them or, you know, it's just kind of gets you thinking in that mindset of building your business if you're around it every day. Yeah, hundred percent. That's actually great advice. I mean, you know, I think building, I think when you're starting out a team should be essential. I mean, you know, I'm not a real yeah. estate agent. That's why I have you on the podcast to like <laughs> share this knowledge, but I think like having a support system, I mean, if you've ever been in real estate and you start off by yourself, it's, it might be a little tough, you know? Yeah. And I, you know, I had a good friend that um, I spoke with before I decided to get into it and he had kind of been on a team. He had been on his own. And that was kind of his recommendation too, is start on a team. You know, the worst case is you don't love it and you go off on your own, but at least right. you have a support system, you know, up front to just kind of get you through those times and those questions and, you know, maybe throw out some leads to you that you can help on. And I think that's the biggest piece of it. I mean, you can study, you can take your test, you can do all of that, but until you're in it day to day and scenario by scenario, I mean, every deal is different, um, you know, and I think just being part of anything that you can to gain that knowledge is really helpful. Awesome. Yeah. Um, well, I, I, so last question for you, particularly for, I guess, a buyer, what, to, what would be your advice for a buyer who is right now was wanting to purchase a house, money saved up, everything's ready to go, but they're just kind of scared about interest rates and prices and everything. What, what's your, what's your advice? Yeah. I would say, you know, talk to your agent, get in touch with their recommended loan officer. Um, again, I think, you know, that network is huge because I think a lot of times people, like you said, listen to the media, they listen to the news, they hear what their friends and family are saying, and they don't really always have the whole picture, you know, sure. and I think we saw that even in the market we just came out of, you know, people, you get friends and family in your ear, you think one thing, and it's like, they're not in it every day, you know, it, it's, it's nothing against them, but they're not seeing, you know, what we're seeing every day, not experiencing what we're experiencing. So I think really getting in touch with a loan officer, getting that pre-approval, understanding what programs are out there that might best benefit you. Talk through your concerns with them. You know, what have they seen? You know, hopefully they've kind of had some experience in the past too, when the market wasn't as crazy to know, you know, help you understand what to expect, you know, is refinancing an option down the road? You know, all of these concerns, I think talking through as a buyer right now up front mm -hmm. um, is really beneficial because I think at the end of the day, and I'm sure you feel this way too, I mean, people still have to move, you know, people still right. need to sell their homes, people still need to buy. And I think just helping them understand that, yes, the rates have increased a little bit, but they're not crazy astronomical. And, you know, not much really has changed too much. Um, if you are prepared and know what you're getting into up front, I think yeah. it's still doable for people. Yeah. I think it goes, just goes back to setting the expectation and like, yeah you know, you start the clock on, on building equity. So I think it's, it's always exactly. the right time to buy. I mean, you can't, can't really time it just like you can't time the stock market, but you know, it's always best to buy, you know, and start building that now. So exactly. And stay within your means. I mean, you know, just because you're pre-approved for a certain amount, you know, if you have some concerns about rates and, you know, fixing, maybe you're getting a home that needs some fixing up, you know, all of that, sure. stay within your means, stay within your budget. Um, and, you know, really just, take the time to set those expectations with your client and help them ease their mind. You know, that like you said, equity is always a good thing. So right. um, 
there's never a right time. Just get into it and get it going. Awesome. All right, Brittany, what, what are, what do you think is, or, or what are some of the best ways to con or connect with you, contact you? Uh, contacting, I am on social media, Facebook, um, Brittany Tobias Heller, and then, um, oh gosh, let me look at my Instagram handle, sorry. It's all right, no <laughs> problem at all. It's uh, Brittany Heller. Awesome. Um, so yeah, Instagram is probably the biggest piece of it. Um, our whole team is pretty big on Instagram and social media in general, so um, I'm always That's on awesome. there. Um, feel free to send me an email, Brittany at the Salem team.com. And I'd be happy to connect with you. Awesome. All right, Brittany. Well, I really appreciate you being on the podcast. Um, yeah. If you want to connect with Brittany, you have her contact information. I'm actually going to put it in the about part of the, oh, awesome. of the actual episode. So everything will be in there. People can co copy paste, et cetera. Um, yeah. So I really appreciate you being on the podcast and sharing some knowledge specifically about, you know, what it takes to, to be successful as a newer agent. And yeah, thanks so much. Awesome. Thanks. I appreciate it. Thanks for tuning in to the Cleveland Real Estate Podcast. If you're a real estate agent in the Cleveland and surrounding areas, reach out to us on Instagram at clevelandrepodcast or send us an email at clerepodcast at gmail.com. And if you enjoyed the show, be sure to follow the podcast so you're notified of new episodes going forward. See you next time.